Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Because, you know, we're working hard to support our family. So why don't we go find a job to support our own family instead of go and kill people and damage family to get the money? You know, that's wrong. I've been married to him for 17 years and he's such a nice guy. I don't know why they do that to him. Good day, Austin, Texas. Live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. All right, so we're taking a look at the uh, Vallejo it's actually in Vallejo, California. A store owner is critically in critical condition after being shot doing a robbery. Uh, the robbery happened Tuesday night at the Dollar Plus and a party supply store. And surveillance video shows two armed men walking into the store. One man brandishing a rifle and a woman being a woman actually behind the counter who is also the owner's sister. Uh, the man was uh, the man actually opens fire on the owner, Mark Quit, 49 years old, who also fired a firearm at the intruder. And so his family says that the owner's wife, you know, she says that uh, this isn't the first time that the store, you know, has actually been robbed. And so, man, that was crazy. You got to be prepared. 
It's up to you to protect yourself and to protect your family. Uh, the police are not going to be there enough time to show up to protect you. So it's up to you to, you know, you need to be proficient with your firearm. You need to, you know, identify that threat. You see someone with a gun, you need to stop that threat immediately. Because by the time the police show up, they're going to be there to fill out a report. They're not going to be there to save you. It's up to you to save yourself and also save your family. So in this situation here, these guys walked into the gun store. I'm, I'm sorry, walked into the store. Let's roll that video one more time. They walked into the store, and these guys went to the – they pretty much checked out the store. They made sure that no, one's, no one else was inside. They walked to the rear of the store, and they pulled out their firearm, and then actually – you know, they first shot at the store owner who was actually in the rear of the store. And then, you know, they, they their intentions was to rob the place. So, man, I tell you, you got to be proficient. You got to shoot that threat and stop that threat. Because, unfortunately, the, the store owner, he was not able to shoot the, you know, the robbers. But they were able to shoot him. And so... Man, you got to you gotta pull that gun out, be proficient with that gun. Be able to pull the gun out within three or four seconds to stop that threat. All right, so we're going to talk about that and other things today. Man, we have inside the studio, we have uh, Mike Zabonik. 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 That's close. Mike Zabonik, and he is a Texan who is known for his appearances on the reality TV show Iron Resurrection. Is that right? That's it. All right, That's Iron it. Resurrection. And he's a welder and a mechanic known for his work restoring and fabricating cars and trucks. So we're going to talk with Mike inside the studio. Also, we're going to talk about Ted Cruz. You know, man, I love Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, he's my road dog. <laughs> yeah, I love Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz stands up for the Second Amendment. Ted Cruz, you know, he, he protects us when no one else protects us. We're going to talk about that when we come back from the break. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk. This is Brittany Blaze, and I get my global gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk. It. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Talk 1370. The right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. 
All right, so we're back and we're talking about, man, we're talking about what's happening around the country. We're talking about Ted Cruz. You know, I like I said before, I love Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, my road dog. You know, if anyone stands up for the Second Amendment, that's going to be Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz thinks about us. He supports us. He supports the Second Amendment. But you know what? I got to give him some stuff. You know, this week he kind of messed up. You know, he, he really messed up this week. So I got to give him some I got to give him some problems, you know, uh, some issues about that. Because this week, Ted Cruz went to he went to Mexico. <laughs> he left. He left us. You know, he kind of abandoned us a little bit. So I got to give him some some uh, some issues about that. You know, but you know, don't. But you know what? Have no fear. I support Ted Cruz. He's my road dog. I support him. But you know what, Ted? Why'd you have to go to Mexico? <laughs> Why'd you have to go to Mexico? No, not Mexico. Of all places, he goes to Mexico. You know, we're talking. We're trying to build a wall, <laughs> but he goes to Mexico. He goes to Mexico while we're having issues. You know, with the weather here. You know, it's freezing in Texas, and let me tell you, we're having all kinds of problems. Then uh, this week, what what'd you have? You have issues with? Uh... Oh yeah, you say issues. <laughs> I had a house without power. No power. It was little over twenty degrees inside. Little over twenty. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then to top that off, two pipes burst behind the wall. Oh, flooding. Various parts of my home. And so, and people say, you know what? Well, he's the, he's a senator, you know, oh my God. He has nothing to do with, you know, the power. He can't, you know, he can't fix the issue that there was a, you know, the, the freezing, the snow, you know, he can't fix the issue with the water. Yes, I know this, but he's the United States senator. He's the U.S. senator, one of two for the entire state of Texas. And so his job, what is a senator's job? Well, there's a senator's job is to listen to his constituents uh, and, 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 you know, and, and take care of their issues for the state. You know, we have issues with power, water, whatever it is. You know, he's, he can go to the federal government, you know, even though, hey, hey, we're not supposed to depend on the federal government. You're supposed to depend on yourself. You know, you're supposed to take care of yourself and take care of your family. And by the way, I got to, I pulled out my water that was in my stash there that was dated for 2013 that I used for uh, my toilet because this week I lost my power. I lost water and the entire week I had no heat. So my dogs were literally looking at me thinking, hey, look here, dude. You're the uh, you're the breadwinner. You're the alpha dog. What's up? Make something happen. Mike. <laughs> make it happen to make it happen now. You know, you're, you're, dude, hey, what are we, hey, we're cold. You know, we're cold right now. You need to make it happen, dude, because you're the, you're the alpha dog. So I had to make it happen. I had to produce some heat. I had to go out. I had to, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I had to do. By the way, if there are any videos out there of me taking wood, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying, my bad. I'm sorry. I needed wood for the house. So I had to get some wood. Because I had to light the fireplace, you know. And by the way, I felt like the Waltons. And by the way, if you don't know who the Waltons are, mm. screw you. <laughs> so, all right, so the Waltons. I had to go out there like the Waltons and boil some water, you know, big pots of water. And say, hey, here's big pots of water. And I put water in the sink and, and, and all the sinks of the house. And okay, by the way, now you guys can go out there and you can wash your face and brush your teeth because I have some warm water in your sink now. You know, I did that like... 
in the mornings for like three mornings in the mm-hmm. row, you know? All right, so Mike, come on in here. Join in here in the conversation, right. Mike. Mike is from uh, the uh, the show Resurrection. Iron Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Iron Resurrection. So come on here, Mike. Uh, tell us, you know, what was your experience like? Well, first, tell us about yourself. You know, what do you do? Uh, tell us about the show and, you know, and then we'll get into the experience of uh, the <laughs> the Austin, Texas, yeah, yeah. you know, debacle. Well, fortunately, I'm, I'm involved with a uh, a show that my buddy basically owns, him and his wife. They own the business and stuff. And we came down here probably 10 years ago, and we were fortunate enough that uh, we got a show put together, and it got picked up. So we've been doing it for five years now. And you guys uh, are on what channel? It's on Motor Trend. Motor Trend. Trend, yeah. Okay. Uh, which is a, a station of Discovery. I think Discovery may own 10 or 11 of them. So uh, so we're in our fifth season, so we're doing really well. It rates really well. And what we do, we do restaurant mods on cars. We really don't restore them, but uh, we'll take any kind of old car you want and we'll update it. You know what I mean? We'll make it modern for you so it'll drive like a new car. So I got a Green Expedition. Uh, it, it was our uh, range vehicle mm-hmm. that uh, my employee, one of my employees, Matt... Matthew, mm-hmm. if you're listening, Matthew actually took our expedition that we used to go to the gun range and to get to pick up tacos and break and uh, breakfast tacos mm-hmm. and also pizza mm-hmm. for our students for the class. Well, Matthew takes our green expedition, mm-hmm. our work vehicle, and he runs over a curve. Mm-hmm. He breaks the frame. Oh. Oh yeah! He, oh, he hit the curb. He didn't run. Oh over. He hit yeah! The curb. And he yeah. and till, still to this day he won't tell me. You know, hey Matthew, what happened to the vehicle? Well, um, you know, I um, something happened. I ran uh-huh. over the curb. You know, uh-huh. he won't even tell me to. And yeah, still to this day, yeah, exactly he what he really did. So the frame is bent. It's mm-hmm. cracked actually, mm-hmm. and he he actually. He tore up the front tire on the mm-hmm. right side. That's mm-hmm. actually busted. And mm-hmm. then in the rear frame, the rear um, axle. The no, not the axle. The rear uh, of the tire. The what do you call the, the rim? The rim. He the rear frame. Mm-hmm. The rear rim mm-hmm. is actually bent as well. Uh, so that vehicle's total. Right. It's total. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's crazy. And so, man, I, I don't know what do, what you do with something like that. I just want to give it to the well, junkyard and tell them well, to take yeah, it. Well, yeah, that'd be a good choice there. <laughs> I quit letting him drive to start with. And I remember taking your class, too, and I don't remember tacos and donuts and stuff. Oh, come on, I'm going to have to call you out on that one, Michael. Where was that at? <laughs> No, yeah, you, no, no. Yeah, I mean, your class was great, man. I, I tell everybody to take your class. You make it, it fun and, and all that stuff. You got and very educational. You got but... pizza. No, 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 no. You got pizza. Did we get pizza? Yeah. Oh, look closer. Look closer. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there was pizza. All right, see there? That's my wife dropping me in the grease for everybody. Knows. <laughs> but uh, did we get pizza? Yes. Oh. I must right. have been on. That must not have been on my diet, Michael. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you know, man, I tell you, he just he trashed his vehicle. Let me tell you, he just yeah. totaled this crazy. Yeah, if you've been the frame and stuff like that, I mean, they can be repaired, but they'll they'll probably repair them and make a salvage title out of it or something. You know what I mean? But yeah. that's more for a collision repair place, like your right, right, average right. paint and body place. They can they can straighten them out, but maybe better just to go get another one. All right, so what else you guys do? Well, I mean, basically, we just build classic cars all day long, you know, and and and. We do uh, 10 episodes a year. They give us a year to do, give them 10 hours of TV. So that's what we do. And it usually takes us about eight months to do a car. Of course, if you watch TV, you think we do it in 50 minutes. But it doesn't work <laughs> like that, right? 
uh, we just get we get to do a lot of fun stuff, you know, besides building cars. And we've got a great crew at the shop is a thing. Everybody's dedicated and they're very passionate about what we do. So it puts out a great product. And it's worked very well because I think our waiting list right now is going on about four years. So that's, you know, the power of TV is a thing. Wow. When we first come down here and then shops, you know, west of dripping about 10 or 15 miles out in the middle of nowhere. But right. now, you know, we have like a four-year waiting list. So wow, it's been good to... It's been good to everybody. That's crazy. Yeah. You work on many old Broncos? Yeah, if you can find them. Oh, I love those. Do you have Broncos. one? No. I yeah, wish. If you can find them, yeah, that would be that would be a, an episode. An yeah, if you can Bronco. find them, they're just ridiculously expensive. Yes. yes. Even just for a trashed out one. Yeah. Yeah. All these eighteen grand. Yeah. All these car shows, what they do, they make everybody start digging. <laughs> they, they'll dig out some stuff that they shouldn't dig out, but they think, oh man, I've seen them do it. So well, this can be done and stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, there there's a lot of dollars that go in that. You can go buy you a couple of brand new cars for yep about easy. about five brand new cars. Matter of fact, about <laughs> what you have in one of these, mm-hmm. they get up there pretty good. But keep in mind that being said, you have a a brand new car with a classic body on it. Basically, what it is, it's all you know state of the art. The suspension, the brakes, the steering, the motor, everything in the AC, the radio, everything is like if you go down here and buy your new Cadillac. You know, so you have to do a lot of fabrication. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. So you're a real good welder then, huh? Well, I do what I can. I do what I can. Uh, mainly that's what I do in the shop now is fab work. You know, when we first started, there was only a few guys. So we all kind of had to do help each other out and stuff. But, but now we have people that kind of dedicate to certain areas that we can kind of exhale a little bit and enjoy it a little bit more. That's nice. And you, and you have a Jeep. I do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we should be able to Jeep. Soup that Jeep up a yeah. little bit. Jeeps are cool. Jeeps yeah, are cool. That's a 2007, so I mean, uh, yeah, Jeeps are cool. Still yeah, gotta. He needs some help because yeah. you know what he's done is he's like he's done some things that I just don't like. Yeah. Well, you know, every it's each its own. <laughs> just, I mean, I just, we have some cars show up and it's just like don't like it. You don't want to say anything, but you're like, <laughs> damn, you know. But they, they're, they're you, you just somehow great it is and carry on. <laughs> yeah. Michael's just hating. No, I'm that's not all. hating. I just yeah. don't like it. All right, we're talking about, man, we're talking about Jeeps, talking about cars, talking about guns. We're going to talk about gun laws. We're going to talk about some different shootings. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Coley on Noir, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back and we're talking about, let me tell you. Okay. So was it right for, was it the right decision for Texas Senator Ted Cruz to take a vacation in Mexico while his home state was in a state of emergency. Now, let me tell you. Give me a call. My calling number is 512-643-5483. That's 512-643-5483. Live. Give me a call. Was it the right decision for Texas Senator Ted Cruz to take a, a vacation in Mexico while his home state was in a state of emergency? And let me tell you, I'm a big supporter of Ted Cruz. I love Ted Cruz. 
You know, I'm I'm 100% Ted Cruz, 100% without a doubt. He supports the Second Amendment. I support him without a doubt. I support Ted Cruz. Don't call me. Don't make threats because I don't care. I carry a gun. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, I support Ted Cruz. Okay. So don't make threats to me. Don't call me. Don't call the shop, you know, and tell me, you know, how much of a loser you think I am because I don't care. I don't care. I support Ted Cruz. But my question is was it right decision for this senator to take a vacation in Mexico while his home state, the state of Texas, was in a state of emergency? All right. So give us a call. Once again, that's 512-643-5483. That's 512-643-LIVE. Give us a call. All right, so we have inside the studio, man, we have a special guest. We have Mike Z. Uh, He's on this show, Iron Resurrection, and we're talking about guns. We're talking about current events, and we're talking about, you know, just everything, really. Um, And so I I, I, I want to know what your thoughts are. Well, actually, uh, we have one of our Facebook listeners, Uh-oh. Thomas Harrison. He wants to know if you've ever crossed paths with Bama Brown. Bama. Oh, Bama Brown. <laughs> Bama, Bama, Brown. Bama Brown. There's a whole long story that Bama Brown, yes. He, he's on our – he makes guest appearances on our, our show. And I have to apologize to all the guys in the shop because I'm the reason he's there. Because oh. I met him in the gym I go to. So – <laughs> He was telling me about all these great cars he had and stuff. So we loaded up and went and looked at his, uh, uh, I call it a wrecking yard. But uh, <laughs> great cars. Yes, I know Bama Brown. So we'll but he's a character. That. He's a great guy. Don't get me wrong, but we butt heads every once in a while. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, he, he likes to talk too a lot. <laughs> so. All right. So tell me uh, what happened to Shorty. Well, Shorty, he, uh, you know, he. People don't know, but Shorty, he lives in Dallas, and he has a paint shop in Dallas, and he commutes up here. He was commuting up here every week. Okay. I mean, that's a four-hour drive. He'd get here on Tuesday, and he'd have to leave on a Friday morning, and he did that for three solid years. You know, he was committed to the show and stuff, and and it just got, I think it just got too much for him, you know, so, uh, and he just recently had a grandbaby a year ago or so, so, you know, he just kind of peeled it back and wanted to go take care of his shop and his family and stuff. All right. So does Joe Martin have a brother? Yes. Yes. Ooh, yes, he okay. sure does. Right. Yeah, that's the other part of the Martin brothers. So, uh, and and he's primarily solely responsible for our program. You know, he's the one that thought it up. And we shot this little teaser reel after we moved down here. And, and his name's Jason Martin. And, and Jason... He headed it all up, and and we got us our teaser reel made, and and we sent it in, and it was awful, man. (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I saw it, and it was embarrassing. But it did the trick. You know what I mean? Uh, It got somebody's attention up there, which Joe already had credit with Discovery Channel from doing these things. They had biker build-offs back in the mid-2000s and stuff, and so they had this one, and it's called the World Biker Build-Off, and there was three countries involved, and Joe got picked to represent the United States, and he won. So, I mean, he got a lot of cred then. He's He's got a phenomenal talent with cars and bikes. So, long story short, man, we just worked real hard and real hard and waited and waited and worked hard and kept on working and finally showed up. And did uh, Cato leave Iron Resurrection? Yes, Cato's wife she uh uh he was with us for a couple years but his his wife got relocated she's a doctor and she got relocated to 
Atlanta. So it was one of those things where like we're moving to Atlanta. So but he, he's got his own oh, shop upper. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> right. I think she's the breadwinner of the house, so that's like she's the alpha. You know what I mean, Michael? You that's, know what I mean. That's kind of like walking to the gun store. You go into the gun store, you buy a gun, you uh-huh. take it home, and all of a sudden you come back the next day. Uh, my wife says, I, I have to return this. <laughs> well, that's not how I don't get that, Michael. Thank God. I'm just telling you, it happens. It happens a lot. Uh, my wife says, I have to return this. This yeah. is breaking up my marriage. She says, I have enough. <laughs> I'm not, but not any. But her definition of enough is different than mine. Right. Right. So, never has enough. See. Yeah. Never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back to Cato. He 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 did. He's he's a uh, he's at a shop up there. He works at a Brian Fuller shop up in Atlanta. So he's doing really well, and I'm happy for him. Nice. And did Shorty leave Martin Brothers? Uh, yes. He did. Yes. Okay. yes. All right. All right, man. I, oh. Yeah, he's been gone for a year. This will be the second year he's been gone, so we're in our fifth season. So he left after season three, you know. Oh, okay. So it was just—I'm sure it was just a beat down for him. I told him I couldn't do it for a week, much less three years. Ooh. Commuting, can you imagine? Right, you know, right, right. Back and forth, back every week. Right. I mean, for three years straight. So, all right. So Zach, so tell me, Zach, yeah. was it okay for a Ted Cruz to leave Texas and go to Mexico? <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot, Zach. I guess it shows how much he really cares about the state that he represents. Because I hate, crisis. I hate to say it, you know. Oh man, I'm, you know, I'm probably gonna throw up once I once I say this. Okay, hold on. Let me let me get together. AOC raised two million dollars, and she's flying to Texas. She's coming to Texas. She's coming. To, AOC is coming to Texas. She's raised two million dollars in aid for Texas, and she's flying to Texas into Houston. The same airport that Ted Cruz flew out of to go to Mexico, and she's bringing aid in. And I'm, you know what? Hold on, I'm about to throw up. I'm trying to hold it in. Don't do it, Michael. I'll lose my cookies too, man. I'm trying to hold it in. I'm trying to hold it in. Okay, I think I'm good. Okay, she's flying in. AOC. What about her constituents in the Bronx? Is she still uh, representing them? They're poor scum. (laughs) She doesn't care about them. You know, you know, the poorest of the poor. That's trash over there. You know, maybe Ted Cruz should have raised. It's called the (laughs) branch. Say what? Maybe Ted Cruz should have raised that two million. He should have raised some money for it. But he didn't. Yeah. It it hurts. AOC saw an opportunity. He's got and she took it. He's got he's going to take a hit from that one. Mm. I he's think definitely so. He hit. already is taking hits. Yeah. There's a great headline. What does it say? Uh, one Texas family had to travel 1,700 miles for power, water, and, <laughs> and food. Man. And, man, it was, it's bad, man. This week, let me tell you. Okay, so for like us, um, our power went out, so we lost power. We only lost power for like a 24 hours. That was it. Lucky. You know, it wasn't that bad. And then um, once we lost the power, uh, the power pit came back on. So then we lost water, you know, for like 24 hours. And then the water pressure, <laughs> water came back on. The pressure wasn't high. That came back on. But we didn't have heat the entire week. Mm. Ever since Sunday until yesterday, that's when our heat came back on. Because your heater was broken? Or no, let me power? tell you. That's a whole nother story. So I've, had, I've actually had two people from the, the, that's in that industry come out and take a look at the heat. They came out. They took a look at it. 
We're like, oh, you need to get a special device, you know, for your heater. You need to do all this stuff. So then what really happened was I go out there yesterday and I boil some water and I pour it on the the device because what happened was the my entire AC, my heating system was frozen solid. Complete blocks blocks of ice a complete block of ice so i i went out there like made like 20 trips outside boiled some water i poured it on the the heater poured on the heater i reset the circuit breakers you know i didn't start a fire fire department (laughs) austin fire department my hands my hats off to you i didn't start a fire and then boom the heat started i got heat. entire week no heat the dogs are like hey hey you darky aren't you the breadwinner (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we need some heat. <coughs> you need to do. You need to do something. <laughs> so make it happen. <laughs> so I had to do something. You know, I had to do something because because we had uh, we had the fireplace. I had to go out every day. And by the way, I hope um, if there if you see a guy, you know, black guy in a red shirt, you know, taking some wood from chopping somewhere, your tree down. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I needed wood. You got to do what you got to do. So I had to grab some wood, you know, and 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 build a fire in the fireplace, and and that's how we boiled water. It was like the Waltons. You you remember the Waltons? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It was like the Waltons. Let me tell you. Every morning I would get up, I'll boil some water in the fireplace, in a big huge pot in the fireplace, and I would pour water in the different sinks. We have three different sinks in the house in the back. We have three different bathrooms. So I pour water in the sink, block the, block it off. I said, okay, everybody, we have wa- hot water in the sink. You guys can go ahead and wash your face and brush your teeth. You got some warm water. It was like the Waltons. Well. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were, we were melting snow oh. for the toilets. Oh. We, we, fortunately, though, we never lost power. Right, right. But uh, there was no water from the well house coming either uh, on the pump. You know what I mean? So now I, it, I held it in for like two or three days, and then the water came yeah. back on. I went to the gun store, to the shop. Yeah. The water was on there, and let me tell you, I stayed there for a good day, and I yeah I had to do my business three trips. Yeah. <laughs> I made three trips to the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you had, if you had to pee, you just went outside. Yeah. But if oh. You, now, that was and then story. there's a the rule too that goes along with that, though, Michael. If you use the toilet, you got to bring a bucket of snow back in. You got to go get a bucket of snow for the toilet. <laughs> you got so, to. Because uh, me and the dogs, we went out and I said, hey, dogs, let's go. It's morning time. Let's all go out and pee. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Well, we just got our water on this morning. I fixed the. Really? It, yeah. Finally thawed out enough I could find the leaks. And they showed up just shooting right out of the ground, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, I go to Home Depot to get the parts I need, and there's a waiting line to get in the plumbing section. Yep. We're talking guns. We're talking urinating. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Jack Jones here, and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. The right choice. 
Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so they're giving me a hard time here. You know, we're talking about, you know, our wrecked vehicle, the company vehicle at Central Texas Gunworks, and how, you know, one of our employees actually totaled our vehicle by running over curve. And yes, at Central Texas, Gun- Central Texas Gunworks, we beat the employees. We spank them. We beat them. That's right. That's right. You're going to get a flood of applications here. <laughs> yeah. I know. I probably will. I probably will. It's like, oh, what, speeding? Uh, beatings? Spankings? <laughs> Can I apply? All right. All right. All right. My producer's warning me. All right. So, all right. We're, we're, earlier, we're looking at the, uh, man, that the shooting that happened in Vallejo, California. We're looking at that. Um, it was a store owner. These, these two guys... Two guys actually walked into a store, pretty much a convenience store, and both of them had firearms. And when he walked into the store, the owner of the store was actually vacuuming. So then the guys walk in, they walk to the right side of the store. He backs up down the aisle and he and then these guys had firearms. They pulled their guns out. And so what he did, he backs down the aisle, he pulls out his handgun, he starts shooting, and let me tell you, and he ended up getting shot, you know. And so that's when you're, I'm telling you, proficiency's got to kick in. You got to have that, you know, you got to practice, you got to go to the range, you know, and be proficient with your firearm. You pull that gun out, look at that front sight, that rear sight, and you stop that threat, you know. It's up to you to protect yourself and also protect your loved ones because his daughter was behind the counter, and she's actually downrange, so to speak. And so these guys are actually, you know, they he ran them out, you know, but he ended up getting shot. He ran them out of the, the store, and they, they had actually rifles. And so he ends up going to the hospital in critical condition, and it's a, a very terrible scene there. Very bad. And it's also, do you know today is the anniversary of the Malcolm X assassination? On this day... In 1965, Malcolm X was assassinated in New York City, and Malcolm X was 39 years old. He was shot while addressing a crowd at the Audubon Ballroom in Washington Heights in New York City. And so take a look or take a listen at this video here. All right. All right. So, yeah. And so he is 19. It was 1965. And so take a look at this video here. I frankly believe that every Negro in the country should learn judo and karate. How about carrying a weapon? Uh, if it's legal for a man to carry or have in his uh, possession a rifle or a shotgun, uh, especially faced with what Negroes in this country are confronted with, they should have it. Uh, they shouldn't go out uh, attacking someone with it, but uh, in the face of the brutality that our people encounter, it's not unjust to teach a Negro to have a, a shotgun or a rifle in his house. What if it were illegal to have a shotgun or a rifle in a illegal? prison zone? If, what if it were illegal? That's correct. Would you still advocate it? We never advocate. I would never advocate anything illegal. Even in an area where Negroes could be attacked? I would never advocate anything illegal. All right, so even Malcolm X talked about, you know, gun ownership. He talked about, you know, owning firearms, having rifles. And I don't know if you guys know this, in Texas, here we are in Texas, it is actually, it's actually legal for you to have a rifle shotgun in the open and walk down the street with it in texas that goes all the way back to 1870 without a say it again without a license without a license you don't need a license to walk down the street and carry a rifle shotgun ar-15 ak-47 
Uh, that's right. As long as you're not pointing at anyone, as long as you're not threatening them, you can actually have a rifle. Hmm. Why, you want to walk down the street with your rifle? We did that a few years back. Remember? We did. You had your hoodie on. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah we walked down Congress. Down South Congress. Yeah, yeah, on the left-hand side there. And this guy was like, oh, you guys are like, I can't say what he said on the air. But he's like, you guys are, eh. <laughs> I was like, Beep. Yeah, yeah, we are. You know, But you know what? I can, and I am, and I did, You know, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's legal. It goes up all the way back to 1870. So it's important that you, you know, I, and I learned a lot, you know, because someone asked, you know, did we learn anything from this this past week? Did you learn anything from not having water, not having power? Uh, the grocery store is running out of food, mm. you know, having to boil your water while no electricity. Did you learn anything from this week? And let me tell you, I learned a lot. Did you learn anything, Zach? Oh, yeah. What did you learn? <laughs> you know, I pulled out. I I have a. I actually have a containers of water. Um, don't laugh at me. I have a containers of water, and I have dates on the water. You know, because my other half dates everything is like you know a super prepper. So we actually have containers of water that actually were dated for 2013 that we use for the water for the uh, the the toilet. You know, because it was 2013. I was like, it's oh, kind of old. We not might not want to drink that unless we boil it. Hey, let's use it for the toilet. That's genius. And it was what is yeah. <laughs> it's, it's better than uh, melting snow. <laughs> oh man! Well, here's yes. the deal with snow: when you melt it down, you can have a five gallon bucket of it, and you get an inch of water. Oh yeah. So, you know, bless her heart. You know, we had them going on the stove. We set them over the vents. I mean, anything that was making heat, it had a bucket of snow on it. Uh, so You guys lose power? No. No. Thank uh, God. I don't goodness. know. That's yeah, the yeah. thing. I don't know what we would have done. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's Honestly, rough. That's that, rough. Yeah. The water yeah. thing you can deal with. Right. So uh, I slipped up in town and I found, you know, Home Depot had some cases of water there. I couldn't believe it. So I grabbed six cases so we had stuff to drink. But, you know, our whole water system was just froze. Yeah. So uh, you can make it, but it's just not. I learned that I don't like snow as much as I thought I did. <laughs> so I can tell you that much. I know. I went to a Fiesta. You know, I actually went to Fiesta on Sunday. I was like, man, this is, you know, the weather is saying, you know, the the weather reporters are saying this is going to be pretty bad. Let me go to Fiesta and let's get some meat. Everyone's at H-E-B. No one's at Fiesta. H-E-B, they're like, H-E-B is crowded. There's a line at the door. It's like mayhem. I went to I went to Fiesta. There are like 10 people in Fiesta. Oh, no one's in Fiesta, oh. right? I go in Fiesta. I go in there and I load up on meats. I get steak. Forgive me. I get shrimp. Oh, man. <laughs> Forgive me. I'm sorry. I get chicken. And so, you know, this whole time, this week, we ate good. We might not. We didn't have power. <laughs> we lost power. We we lost water. Yeah, we did. You know, but you know what? We had steak. We had shrimp. We had chicken. We you ate, ate good. good. You sure did. I didn't have much, you know, yeah. as far as resources. But I let me tell you, I ate great with the chicken, the shrimp, and the steak. I had bone oh, bone in steak. I would have been happy with finding some popcorn when I went looking for it. Oh, I you had that even, too. I mean, <laughs> you should have called me. Yeah. Call, you yeah. should have called Mike, I need some popcorn. Yeah. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, man, I'll be there in like five minutes. <laughs> I, I, went, some... I went to the store the first couple of days. After that, it's like you said, everybody had a cart waiting in line. Oh, and it was a quarter mile long. I, I, I said, baby, we, uh, it's a no go. Yeah, it was, it's, it's a no go. H-E-B was crazy. H-E-B yeah. and like Old Torf, uh, man, it was like a that line was like it almost a mile long. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, Fiesta, right around by the time Wednesday, Thursday ha- riddle, yeah. rolled around, it was a long line. You yeah. know? We didn't so. have internet either. So we were watching old DVDs. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. now I have the smart TV. So, you we know. do too, but no internet. And we <laughs> but, don't do cable. So, if you, no internet, but you have power, I can project my cell phone from the cell phone, you know, to the TV, and I can watch Netflix. Well, got to call no your got to call your 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 generation X your your son up say hey how do i do <laughs> how do i do this he can tell you, he see he could have told you how to do that yeah well we just took turns picking movies did you, you? Know? Yeah, yeah yeah so you know i got a lot we of rest some lose some on that deal you know what i mean and i got a lot of rest you know i rest yeah. i rested good you know so it was a good oh, it was a yeah. good week all right so tell me you know uh what's your your favorite gun cuz you you like guns i love guns you like guns, yeah. I love guns. So tell me, uh, you know, what's your 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 like your concealed carry piece? What do you like uh, to carry? I carry a, a little Kimber. Nice. I look uh, the little micro Kimber nine okay. millimeter. Uh, I love that gun. I call it my little baby. You know, my wife's got one. She calls the baby, but it holds thirty rounds. Thirty <laughs> rounds. <laughs> so mine only holds eight, and she's like, "Good lord!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get the baby. You know what I mean, but that's not a baby if it holds thirty rounds. But I've I've got a, a little selection. Joe on. Biden's looking for that one. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> he's saying thirty mean, rounds. Uh, yeah, that's in the lake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna get that. Yeah, one. I take all that back, man. <laughs> but no, I've got a few. You know, and you know, I I get them all through you, Michael. So you know, you you can look back and see what I have. You know, you may know more about them than I do. Yeah, but. I can't tell. You know, you yeah. know, we're we're sworn to secrecy in the yeah, gun store. Yeah, you know, we can't tell what our customers come and pick up. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I'll never tell. I like a variety. You know, you never can, you never can tell. So, but you know, we. Uh, I mean, I have probably my the gun that's dearest to my heart is my dad's old hunting rifle. So, like he was talking earlier, just carrying rifles and stuff. So, I have that in my safe, and that's probably the. But the one I carry around for me is my little Kimber. So, all right, all right. We're talking with Mike Z. Uh, Mike Z. We're talking to him. We're talking about gun laws. We're talking about current events. We're going to talk about that bill that you know there's a possibility. Well, someone's trying to push that through uh, legislation. We're talking about they want to they want universal background checks. They want to register. They want you to register your firearms. They want to know. They want to know who's all in the house. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talking. This is Coley on Noir, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back and we're talking about current events, talking about shootings that happen around the country. We're talking about, man, the snow. We're talking about the ice. Austin, Texas, apocalypse. What are they calling it? What are they calling it, Zach? The snow apocalypse. The snow apocalypse. Man, it was crazy. All right. So police arrest 37 in a child sex trafficking operation. 37 people. And so police say 37 people have been arrested in connection to a large-scale child sex crimes and human trafficking operation. Uh, the Phoenix Mesa Tempe and Chandler Police Departments partner with Homeland Security and the Arizona Attorney General's Office for Operation Broken Hearts, an undercover operation targeting sexual predators engaged in child sex crimes and human trafficking. 
So throughout the operational period, officers and undercover detectives place ads on websites and apps, which are commonly sought out by suspects seeking illegal sex acts with children. I read a portion of the Fingers Police Statement. And the police say the suspects, who range in ages from 21 to 66 uh, years old, solicited sex acts with undercover officers and were subsequently arrested. Man. Every single one of these 37 mugshots I'm looking at looks like somebody straight out of my nightmares. Cray cray. They all look crazy. Yeah. And I know you're innocent to proven guilty, but they all look crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so just put it out there. You're innocent to proven guilty, but they all look cray cray. Yeah, I wouldn't invite any of these people to Thanksgiving. No. I would kick him out of the gun store. <laughs> you know, seriously, insane. I'm telling you. All right, so, uh, and then also, um, man, there's just like so much going on. All right, so researchers propose ethically correct Al for smart guns that locks out mass shooters. What is that all about? All right, so a trio of computer scientists from the Rensselaer. Polythenic Institute in New York recently published research detailing a potential AL intervention for murder and ethical lockout. So basically, the big idea here is to stop mass shootings and other ethically incorrect use, uses for firearms throughout the development of an AL that can recognize AI. intent. Artificial intelligence. Is that what I'm, I'm saying, AL? Probably, right? All right. AI. All right. AI. That can recognize intent, judge whether it's ethical, ethical, the ethical use, and ultimately render a firearm inert if a user tries to ready it for improper fire. Oh yeah, I don't see any problems with that. That sounds like a lofty goal. In fact, the researchers themselves refer to it as a blue sky idea. But the technology to make it possible is already here. You know, so we'll see how that works out. You don't think it's possible? That's Biden's wet dream. <laughs> Have AI in every single gun on the planet. You're not going to dump that? You're going to let that pass? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe See, I, I say anything. He gets dumped. <laughs> the producer likes me better. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. So uh, that that's just crazy there. That's crazy. All right. So... <laughs> I can't get over that one. That was good. That was real good. I mean, there's a lot of issues with that type of technology, right? Yeah. Who's in control of it? What are the parameters that are set, right? Yeah. So I don't see anything but uh, but bad news coming out of something like that. All right. So check this out. At a virtual meeting on Thursday against a backdrop of at least four guns, Representative Lauren Bopert of Colorado slammed a House committee's proposed rule to bar people from carrying firearms in its uh, hearing room at the Capitol. Now, this rule is this rule is absurd. You know, it's actually crazy. Uh, Bopart said, you know what? In front of a bookshelf stacked with firearms, she's like, look here. Here are all my guns. Come and take them. <laughs> she literally had her gun stacked up behind her behind her in the in, in the video. They're they're having a meeting about, you know, talking about should we allow guns on the house floor? Should we not? And so during the conference call 
with the House Natural Resource Committee. This is a blatant violation of our constitutional rights, she says, and she's right. Uh, the freshman Republican called on the committee's chair, Democratic Rep. Raul, I can't even say his last name, don't even want to, from Arizona, to issue uh, her personal security detail if the committee went ahead with the measure. You know, I agree. You know, people like Mayor Adler, you know, the mayor of city of Austin, you know, and he's always, you know, he never gives up the gives up a chance to actually talk about the Second Amendment and how, you know, we need to do something about guns. It was a lapse in judgment. He should he should <laughs> give up. He should totally give up his security detail. Totally just, you know, give it up. You know. Also, Speaker Nancy Pelosi, you know, if you don't want to allow other, you know, other state uh other u.s senators uh, or or um your u.s house representatives to actually you know carry firearms on the house floor then you need to give up your security detail as a speaker of the house why should you have security why can't they protect themselves hmm, <laughs> hmm. Go ahead. some tell, things i have to bite my you, tongue you know what i mean michael tell that, me how you really feel that may be an off-air discussion we had but <laughs> Maybe something like that, but it, it's crazy. I mean, because they, yeah. they think they're they're holier than thou. You yeah. know, they can actually, you know, they can have security. They can have, you know, the secret service. They can have, you know, the the the, you know, any, you know, their own private security. But we as citizens should yeah. not be able to protect ourselves. Well, yeah, the guys that push for gun control actually have four to seven people around them at all times that have fully automatic short barrel rifles in mm -hmm. their jackets. Yeah. Mm. Well, everybody should be able to feel secure in life. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. if it's our right to be able to do that, so. And we're responsible for our yeah, own I mean, security. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for the background checks and doing it right and stuff and Michael's classes and stuff. They're all great. And, I, and I'm all for that. But if that's our right, you don't don't be trying to yank it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For all the people that's doing it right, you know, don't punish us. Yeah, I guess is what I'm saying. That's what tends to happen. Yeah, yeah. So I and don't so, know. That can be a vicious cycle, you know. So, so the rep says here. Here's a reality for you. If somebody wants to have a shrine to their gun fetish at a Zoom backdrop in their private life, they can do it. And and so. Uh, and I agree. You know, hey, if you want to have your guns in your backdrop and Zoom, you should be able to do that. You know, I totally disagree with the fact that you have kids who are in Zoom in classes, you know, whether it be high school, middle school, whatever, and they have a Nerf gun or a water gun in the backdrop, you know, hanging out on the, a shelf. And the fact that they actually suspend or expel these kids from school because they have a water gun in the background. I think that's crazy. Mm. What happened to the water gun fights when you were a kid? It's it's it, I don't I just don't get it. What happened to that? So it, it's 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 crazy to me. It's just totally crazy. Uh, so man, I tell you, and, and you know, and I think you know our elected officials, you know, whoever citizens, regular citizens, should be able to carry a gun wherever they you know need to carry a gun to protect themselves. I totally think you know, and 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 the fact that you know anyone wants to stop that from happening, especially when you have private security. You know, we need to pull their security. Pull that money. Pull those funds. Yank it. Take it away. All right. So, um, man, let's see. And you know what? Do we have the check out Austin, Texas? Austin, Texas. You know, we had H E B, 
people are lining up in H-E-B, outside of H-E-B, going grocery shopping this week. You know, if you're around the country, you're in, you know, other parts of the country, don't, don't, don't mess with us too bad. You know, you know, we're, we're not used to having this much, you know, this type of weather. We're not used to having 10 degree, you mm. know, being the teens and the single digits when yeah. it comes to weather. Yeah, that's not Texas. No, 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 no that's, that's not. That's a hundred. We're used to that. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you say 110. You know. Well, you know how it is with the fury of Mother Nature when she shows up. There's not anybody can do anything about it. Right. So you just sit there and bear through it, and you know the sun's coming. Just <laughs> give it time. That's, that's it didn't right. come quick enough this week, but it, it's right. coming. That's right. And where you where you been, son? Yeah. <laughs> don't don't ever leave yeah. me like that ever again, yeah. ever. Uh, but I tell you, you know, you have people standing out lo- outside in lines and you know, 15, 20 degree weather. You know, trying to get into the grocery store to get groceries at H E B. Uh, you had people that are standing in line, you know, out at Fiesta, you know, and it was, it was just crazy. You know, that's just where we are this week. You know, this was a really tough week. Uh, and so my hat's off to people, you know, that are, you know, doing what they need to do. And I think every Texan, you know, in 2021, we, man, you need an award. My hat's yeah. off to you. You need yeah. an award because this, this was tough. Yeah. yeah. This is was, really tough. Yeah. That's, it's you know, kind of, that's not normal. It's not normal. You know, that, you, that kind of temperature, that's not normal. I mean, if I was up north, I'm in Ohio, I'm in Alaska. If you tell me it was a negative, you know, 50 degrees, you know, that's what we're talking about. This is like it was for you us. You tell here. me it's negative 50 degrees, I'm telling you, bye. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> See where I'm leaving. I'm out. Peace. Yeah. You know, Cause this was this was rough times, you know, you know, no power, you know, some people had no water, uh, you know, some people had, you know, no heat, you know, it's, it's it's really tough. You know, it was it was really hard. And so my hat's off to everyone, mm-hmm. you know, that pulled through because some people lost their life. We had a a, a couple of people actually freeze to death in Texas because of this. You yeah. know, so this was really rough. Uh, some family members had to be rescued. We had a, a West, you know, some fire trucks had to be, you know, bailed out. You know, so yeah. things like this, it happens, you know. So, yeah, I mean, if you it's like I was telling Ellie, I mean, if we would have lost our electricity. I don't know what we would have done. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I would have been outside with a 55-gallon drum with a fire in it. We'd been huddling. <laughs> we'd been camping out, you know, 10 degrees. I mean, yeah. I don't know what else you do. Yeah. You know? and it's, it's like every Texan needs a badge of survival. You know, I think yeah. every Texan now can go in survival for at least a week, you know, and hang out. Because yeah. I think we survive. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Peace, this is Mark Ture. You're listening to Come and Talk at Radio with Michael Cargill. Talk 1370. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, Aaron. Don't you. Aaron! I'm going to get you later, Aaron. I, 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 I see your text message, and I'll get you later. You know, you, know, you, you belong to me. <laughs> you going to learn <laughs> a little later. All right, so that's an inside joke there. All right, so we're talking about some current events. We're talking about, man, you, you, that bill, that bill before Congress. <sighs> Where do we start with this one? All right, so this is H.R. 127. H.R. 127. Oh, that's the ban all guns bill, huh? That's the ban every gun. That's the, you need to have your, every family member, 
even your ex-wife, ex-spouse, whatever, needs to have a mental eval. Uh, that's the you need to register your firearms. That's you know that's the everything bill. They have lost their ever-loving mind, and so this is why it's important for us to, for the next two years in the, in the midterm elections, you got to get out and you got to go vote, because. In two years, we got to fight now for every, for the next two years. You know, I and I'm even doing the, you know, doing the the pandemic. Well, you know, I don't know what you call this thing thing that happened this past week with the ice age of Texas. Mm. You know, I got a phone call from the Texas AG's office. They're like, "Hey, Mike." I'm like, "Yeah, AG." Hey, we heard you got a lawsuit against the federal government for bump stocks. I'm like, "Yeah, AG, what's up?" They said, "Hey." Can we join into that into that uh, into that fight? I was like, "Yeah, AG, you can join in. I would love to have the AG, the Texas Attorney General, help me. You know, fight the federal government. Come on in. <laughs> You're right. That's right. <laughs> you know, they're like, hey, we didn't even know. You know, a year later, we didn't know you guys were doing this, but hey, come on. You know, come on in. I was like, yeah, join this fight. So you know, it's it's important that you stand up, you fight the federal government." We fight, you know, your city government. We fight whoever comes after our Second Amendment rights. You know, you have to stand up. You have to draw the line in the sand. You say, hey, not here. You're not going to pass this line. I'm going to stand. I'm going to fight. And so I'm grateful to the Texas Attorney General who's going to, you know, you know, take a look into this and, and stand up and, and, and fight with us against the federal government, you know, for and it's not about bomb stocks. It's really it's about the fact that the federal government has said that something that you own, that you purchase legally, you have inside your home. They say, hey, I'm an agency within the federal government. I'm not even Congress. Congress is the only ones that that they're the only ones that can create law. I'm not Congress, but I'm an agency within the federal government. I say, you know what, that item that you own is banned I'm going to confiscate it or you need to destroy it and we're not going to re we're not going to compensate you for it and it's illegal if you don't turn it in you don't destroy it you are a you're a felon and the, <laughs> the federal government does not have that authority they don't have that authority to do that that is up to congress congress can create a law today tomorrow and say bump stocks or this item this item that item is illegal and then we're done that's it but Congress didn't do that. An agency, the ATF, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, said, hey, this item is illegal. It's banned. Got to turn in. If you don't, you're, you're a felon. They don't have that authority. And so that's what it's all about. You know, it's not about the item. It's about the authority of this agency. They don't have that authority. They don't, they don't have that right to do that. And so that's why we're fighting the federal government. We're fighting the Department of Justice. We're fighting the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. That's why when it comes to... You know, the state of Texas, city of Austin. I'm fighting the city of Austin right now. I have a lawsuit against the city of Austin that we're appealing to the third court of appeals because the city of Austin has said, you know what, licenses cannot carry in the in city buildings. But you know what? They lost that case in district court. We won. You can now carry in in city buildings. But you know what? My problem is the fight took three years. It took us three years fighting the city of Austin to tell them. That, you know what, city of Austin, we're right. You're wrong. The Texas law is very clear. Well, they decided to fight us in court. And so we won. The judge fined them $9,000. They fined them attorney fees. 
And so we won that case. But you know what? We're appealing because my problem is the fight took three years. It was three years of us fighting. And the city of Austin should be fined for every single day. They refuse to allow license holes to carry. And so we need to build that fine up because once they understand the the heftiness, the the size of the fine, no other city, no other county, there are 200 and, what is it, 250-something counties in the state of Texas, 254 counties in the state of Texas, they will say, you know what, Austin, that blue mecca, that blue dot in the, in the sea of red in the state of Texas fought, you know, against gun owners, and they lost. And so... We're saying, hey, you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn today, and 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 so we're appealing this case to the third court of appeals, and we're saying it shouldn't be nine thousand dollars that they're fined. It should be five million dollars. That money does not go to the state of Texas. That money goes to education for the state of Texas, and so that money doesn't go to me. So don't worry, I'm not gonna collect five million dollars. The only thing I get when I go to the city of Austin, I go to Austin buildings, you know, they show up and they look at me and they're like, hey, here, hey. <laughs> they look at me and say, hey, that's the guy that's suing us. <laughs> and so <laughs> they, they're watching me to make sure that I, I, you know, I don't make a mistake. So he's a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So it's on a matter of time, you know, before they get me. So when I fall, I'm going to fall hard. You know, so that's so when I just watch out, when I go down, I'm going down hard. Uh, but, you know, I'm, you know, we, we fight and, and we fight on the local level, city level. We fight on the state level. We fight on the federal level. We have to. And it's up to you to stand with us and to fight, you know, because we're going to have to fight for the next four years. You know, we've lost, you know, as far as gun owners, gun owners have lost the House. Gun owners have lost the Senate. Gun owners have lost the 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 House of Representatives um, and the and the White House. So it's going to be up to us to fight, and for the next two years, we're going to have to, you know, fight until we can get hopefully get a get control of the House, get control of the Senate as far as gun on owners. It doesn't matter if you're Republican, you're a Democrat, you're a Libertarian. We need to any of those three entities or four Green Party. You know, they need to be gun owners. If they're gun owners, they represent the Second Amendment. We need to have those people, gun owners, gun the representatives of the Second Amendment to support, you know, what we're talking about. And that we can gain control of those houses uh back again. It's gonna be it's gonna take a while. What do you think, Zach? Yeah, it's a uphill battle, <laughs> yeah. as they say. Yeah. All right. A fist fight, right? Oh yeah. With both with both arms, you know. Arm wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of arm wrestle, you think you can take him an arm wrestle? Hey man, just for the record, I'm not good at arm wrestling. What? Come on! Hey, I I just arm wrestled right five times in my life. I've got my ass kicked five no, times. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm just not. There's something. There's an art to it, and I don't have it. It, it really is. It, it's yeah. it's all in the angle. Yeah, it's the yeah. It really yeah. is. It really is. Yeah, on guess, uh, the shoulder, like yeah, the rotator something. cuff. Is the shoulder? Yeah, I thought it was the, like the arm or something. I don't it's know. The rotation of the you should, shoulder. You ever see those those slap contests? Yes, I oh, love those. Those, <laughs> those are brutal. They are. Oh man, I've seen those too. Those are, those are brutal. And then there's one where they arm wrestle and they tie their hands together, and then they're arm wrestling, and with their other hand they can punch the other person. Oh, 
That's a different game. Or... Oh, that's uh-huh. crazy. <laughs> you did punch yeah. the other person yep. while you're arm wrestling? Uh-huh. No, thank you. I'll pass. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, arm wrestling, no. All right. All right, so uh, Biden actually author- authorizes supplies for Texas amid the power outages, approves new disaster declarations. Uh, so basically what happens is the Homeland Security Advisors and Deputy National Security Advisor Liz Sherwood Randall told reporters Thursday afternoon that the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, has supplied 60 generators to support critical sites like hospitals and water facilities, 729 liters of of, uh, water, and more than 10,000 wool blankets and 50,000 cotton blankets and 225,000 meals uh, to the state of Texas. Officials are also preparing for a possibility of further requests by Texas and getting ready to supply diesel fuel to power uh, facilities According to what she said, oh, well, guess what? It's seventy degrees now. Yeah, the freeze is over. It's hot We're good. Today. Yeah, send us some new sunglasses <laughs> or something. We're good. <laughs> yeah, so appreciate you. Uh-huh. But it's today is seventy degrees. I had people calling me from Pennsylvania, like, "Hey, Mike, you're okay down there? You know, is everything all right?" I'm like, no, nah, we're good. Yeah, <laughs> we, we're, this is Texas, the Lone Star we're State. Survivors. Mm-hmm. We are survivors down yeah. here, baby. Mm-hmm. That's right. We're ready. We got a badge. We can hang. It. We we can do this. <laughs> right, so, yeah, a little too late. Sorry. We're good. Peace out. <laughs> All right. So, man, you know what, Mike, uh, tell me, where can we find your show in the name of the show one more time? It's Iron Resurrection. It's on Motor Trend. All right. Uh, I'm sure there's different channels for all that, but it's you- uh, it's uh, it's Motor Trend TV. I mean, I mean, on all your, I don't know how many companies are that provide TV now, you know. Too many. Too, too many. many. One of them. Yeah. But it's on one of them. So. All right. So, Mike, I want to thank you for coming down and sitting in the studio with us and talking to us about gun stuff. Uh, Iron Resurrection. Check it out. Yeah. All right. So, as always, more guns equals less crime. You go out there and you buy yourself a gun. You've been listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 